Looking for coffee that can finally give you the flavor and experience that you have been missing? Then your next coffee order should be from cstatecoffee.com. C-State Coffee is premium, hand-selected, highest-grade available coffee that is roasted on order, delivered fresh to you. And right now, you can take 20% off your order by using the code GRIND20. That's G-R-I-N-D and the number 20 for 20% off your C-State Coffee order. Head over to cstatecoffee.com so you can enjoy the smoothest and most caffeinated coffee available. Start your day off right with C-State Coffee. Route 16 Grind, Episode 39. Rockin' with FMC! Welcome to the Route 1 Six Grind, the podcast for outdoor adventurers. If you wheel, hunt, fish, overland, or are an all-around adventurer, this podcast is for you. Each week, we pour a cup of sea steak coffee and talk about informative topics, the gear, and the training that can help you have a successful outdoor adventure. We have amazing contributors and some great conversation. So, grab your cup, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Route 16 Grind. This is Brian, as always, hosting the podcast, the Route 16 Grind. And I am joined with my brother from another mother, my fellow devil dog, Travis from FMC Overland. Travis, welcome to the Route One Six Grind, brother. Hey, thank you very much, man. It's uh, it's been something I've been wanting to do for a long time since you started this podcast. So I appreciate the invite, and uh, hopefully this uh, works out, and I don't ruin your podcast for you. Hey, let's get one thing out straight up. You're always invited here. You just want to call me up at random and stuff. It's all good in the hood here, man. You can come come on anytime. Uh, you're always welcome. Uh, just as a guest host or just want to jump on, you're, you're always available. So or you're always here. So just let you know that. So, hey, man, uh, you, a lot of things. You have been really busy. Like, I, I've been lazy. I want to say lazy. I've just been very occupied this last year. But you have been really busy with the FMC brand. Uh, FMC Overland's everywhere out there, you, you know. You guys are always attacking new adventures and stuff. So why don't you tell us a little about you and what FMC Overland is? Yeah, so I mean, you hit it right on. It, it's been, and not to coin the phrase, it's been a grind the last uh, 12 months. Um, and uh, essentially how this all started was, you know, like everybody starts, you know, you, you have a Instagram and you put up some cool photos and um, you know, I, I joke with the wife and said, you know, Hey, I, I, I want to make new friends. So I said, Let, let's, let's build a community out of this. Um, and, and only, that only came about because I, I saw there was, there was an area lacking within the off-road community. Um, there was just a little gap that wasn't being fulfilled. And I said, Hey, I think, I think that's our niche. I think that's where we need to be. And that's where we can be the most proactive and productive, uh, within the community. So we created fully mission capable. And uh, I go by Fully Mission Cable Overland or FMC Overland. Uh, my wife goes by Mrs. FMC, which uh, she despises. Uh, <laughs> so it's so it's fun to, to watch people come out and be like, "Oh, it's Mrs. FMC." So just to watch the grin on her face, right? Um, right. But you know, and essentially, what Fully Mission Cable stands for, you know, if your listeners aren't familiar with it, is. I wanted to create something essentially like a, the planet fitness of off-road, you know, no judgment. And um, because at the end of the day, I, I don't care what you drive. If you put it in full drive and you want to go on an adventure, yeah, hit me up. Let's go do something. Um, so 
full emission capable literally stands for you're making your vehicle capable for your mission. So it's very personable. And, and you know, just as well as I do that the, the money and the time that we put into our vehicles, whether it's a Jeep, a Toyota, a Chevy or Ford, um, is very personal, um, personal on our pocketbooks and personal in our fashion. So that's where fully mission capable honestly stands for just brass tacks. You build it for your mission, not anybody else's. Um, I love it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's real tempting to see, you know, a rig sitting on, you know, one tons and, you know, forties. Um, but you know, that might not be what you uh, need to do with it. So that's what I, I wanted to create this community that would just, you know, envelop anybody that's willing to off-road or overland. Um, now with that, uh, you, you do get some, what we call the haterade out there on the old interweb, which is, uh, always fun, but I think, uh, bad publicity is good publicity. So, you know, I, I kind of roll with it, but you know, once we started that, hold um, up, hold up. We, we got, st- I got to yep. stop you right there. You know, you got to roll with it. You, he's talking about the bad press and all that. And <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you y'all who don't know, you need to follow FMC Overland on Instagram, Facebook, all that. They are, they got some really good stuff, very active group, but there was a little bit of drama that kind of came in. Um, why don't you, when we talk about roll with it, let's go with that. Let's talk yeah. about, like, let's get that good example out there. And, and tell us about how we can be rocking with you. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, exactly. Be rocking with us. So, if, if, uh, apparently, this week we uh, we broke the internet within the off-road uh, community. Um, so, long story short, this past Saturday, um, and I, I tend to like to bring new people into the community. That meaning. You know, you got Jeepers that, you know, they're, they're bone stock, they're brand new, and you, you talk to them for a few minutes, and they're like, oh, I can't off-road with this. I don't have a lift. I don't have big tires. And my oh, advice man. to them is, no, that's incorrect, you know? Like, you can. You just need someone to guide you the first time or two and, and kind of get your feet wet. So that's what Saturday, last Saturday, I did, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, you wary, um, was supposed to be. I had uh, seven rigs. Um, that I, I had talked to, they were all stock first time riders. So it was going to be an experience and, 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 you know, passing on the knowledge that I have. I, I mean, I'm not perfect, but you know, I, I do know a decent amount. Um, a lot of it is from making my own mistakes. So it's really good knowledge to pass on. So that way people don't have to make the same mistakes I did. Um, and it's, it's great fellowship. That's what this is supposed to be. Right. About. Right. Um, well, when we got to the uh, outpost and we all lined up and we're talking and, you know, introducing ourselves and um, lo and behold, there was another group that was out there that was essentially abandoned by the people that said that they were going to take them trail riding. Um, and I am a sucker. I, I, I have a hard time telling people no, um, especially when I see the enthusiasm in their eyes and, and, and the passion that they have is similar to mine. I, I can't turn you away. I have a real hard time turning you away. So I said, hey, jump on in. Now, all of us have been out in UARI. 17 rigs on that trail system is uh, incredibly huge and difficult to manage. Um, right. So that, that was, I'll take it upon myself. That was my first mistake. Usually I got uh, a crew of guys, experienced guys. I got a few trail bosses within our group. Uh, you know, so they know how to operate things. So we'll, we usually take the larger groups and split them up so that every group's like five or six. Right. And it, and it seems fine. Um, 
I didn't have the option on this one. I, I should have just stood my ground, but then again, I just, I couldn't turn them away. So we're doing it. We're making great time. We weren't clogging anybody up. Um, we were honestly making our best attempts to, to not stop any traffic, but you know, you have pinch points on that trail system. Um, we are at a particular pinch point and I'm not going to get the details of the trail or whatever, but essentially there was, oh man, people are loving this. So there was a large rock that got dislodged from an obstacle. Now, when I say large rock, it was a, it was a decent sized stone. Um, but what it did was we we're on a part of a trail that was on an incline. Um, every rig, every larger rig like myself that tried to, you know, crawl over it, um, essentially was just pushing the stone and it would start rolling down the hill. Right. So, and that's, a, that that's a safety time, hazard right there. I mean, that's, yeah, that's huge. I, that, that's how I see it. Um, that's how I see it. That's how half, half the people on the internet saw it this, this week and half the people on the, the internet saw it the other way. Um, so, you know, and I took it upon myself. I made the command decision because here's the thing. If you're wheeling public trail systems, you have a responsibility to, you know, maintain and treat those trail systems kindly. Because if not, the, the public trail systems get closed down. And we all know that they're slowly getting closed down everywhere you look. Um, that's, that's why half the, half the places we go wheel now are all private. It's all private property. You pay money and you get to go wheel and have a good time. Um, but anyway, I digress. So we decided to move this thing. We have a hard time moving it because it's a very large stone. Now, some people said, oh, if it was that hard to move with people, then the vehicle should, oh, you're looking at people power versus vehicle power. A vehicle trying to push a stone, it will move the stone. Right. Well, lo and behold, I didn't say nothing about it. We did a trail ride about halfway through. All the new guys went away. A few of the experienced guys that, you know, that had larger rigs. I said, hey, let's go do Daniel. And a group of five of us went and ran Daniel and had a great day. I uh, didn't think nothing of it. Um, the next the next day, I'm getting hit up with text messages, DMs, IMs, you name it. It was coming in my inbox. Um, I guess there was a video and some photos of us moving this rock. And yours truly was dead center screen. Um, wearing some of my own apparel. So the logo was out there to see. So it was... Definitely obvious that Travis from FMC was uh, part of this. So um, instead of running away from it, I addressed it. Uh, I saw that. I think you did a fantastic job, man. Fantastic job. Yeah. So, so I do these, I, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I addressed it via one of my live videos. Now, I will say my live videos are not everybody's taste um, because I use my live videos to uh, express myself in a manner that is possibly not safe for work. I, I, I have an ugly mouth that the, the Marine mouth comes out, you know, and, uh, you know, I, a little, oh, I know. little knife hand, <laughs> yeah, I'll knife hand sometimes in my videos. Right. Yeah. So, so they're not safe for work, but they get the point across and it's usually because I'm, I'm doing that because I'm passionate and right. that's what it breaks down to. I really, I really care about this. So I addressed it that way. Well, then it blew up even bigger. Um, just tons of people had problems with it. Oh, you know, if you can't crawl over the rocks, don't be out there. You know, oh, I didn't know if we're rock crawling now that we just moved the rocks. And it's so, again, it's one of those instances where the perception from the video or the photo doesn't tell you the whole story. Right, right. And, and you and know what, Travis, I got to interject a little bit. Yeah. Anyone that has ever wheeled on a trail should know that. And I'll tell you why. 
Because one of the things I think wheelers, when you look at an image, everyone says, man, you just cannot get the full respect of that trail, especially on something very technical, you know, you know, something really rocky. You, you just don't understand it until you're actually physically there and you're on that trail with your rig uh, because something that could look at a photo, you're like, oh, that didn't look too bad. Oh, it, it is absolutely gnarly. You're just not really capturing it. You know, I, I yeah, man, I mean. It's, it is what it is. It's the internet. It's absolutely the yeah, internet. And, and I think you did a great job handling it. I think you have a great job owning it and you're selling some decals out of it, which is awesome. Yeah. So, so actually the decals, you know, funny story. So at one point, um, first of all, I want to thank all the members of fully mission capable because, um, I don't have, I, I'm at the point where I honestly don't have to worry about justifying my comments on my actions via the internet. Um, the wonderful members of Fully Mission Capable will do that for me. They definitely have my back because they know I'm a genuine person. Right. And I'm, I'm not, you know, so that's really nice. So I, I, any Fully Mission Capable members listen to this podcast, I sincerely thank you. And I couldn't do any of this without you. And I love the support. So they were great about it. People get my back. Now, of course, it's the internet. You know, you got the keyboard warriors. Comments are getting nasty. Insults are getting thrown everywhere. Admins are getting notified. It was absolutely fantastic. It was just pure internet chaos where you just kind of sit back and laugh and go, really? Like at the end right. of the day, I'm, I'm looking at these, like you're, it's a rock, like one rock. You know, that, that's what we did. We moved a rock in the entire park, you know, and someone, you know, these people were asking like, we just totally changed the entire landscape of a trail system. Well, I, I think and, too, is just people, they, they don't remember we, what's the very first number one safety rule out everything. Hey, safety first. I don't care what you do yeah. and all that. You made a call for the right reason. Um, and that's how I looked at it. I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense because I've been on that trail system and I know exactly what you're talking about. And I've seen some of those, like you can go on some of those trails. Like you, I don't I think you remember like some areas of Wolf Den that had a lot of loose rocks and stuff, you yeah, know, yeah. like you know, people would kick them up because of the whole issue is people are trying to like, you know, take their, their big rig and, and do, uh, you know, uh, what is that big race out in California camp? King of the hammers out there, man. King of the hammers. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they're, they're just trying to go full throttle through all that stuff. And that's really not what that trail system set up for. It really is. No. And the whole no. thinking, it's like, it goes back to the whole, like, when you know, I love what you talked about with the fully mission capable, you know, Hey, this rig is set up for your mission and you know, you know, you know, uh, lockers for light bars. Like, Hey dude, ain't your rig. <laughs> You know, ain't your checkbook, ain't any yeah. of that. There's a whole mentality that you have to have this giant rig and everything else. It, it And it it steers people away from getting into that type of activity because of that attitude. They don't feel welcome. They feel, you know, they're like just pushed down instead of uh, raised up, which you do. I mean, you have inspired people to go out and get Jeeps, man, or get a rig or, you know, get out there on the trail, which they would never do with the, the type of vehicle they have. So, you know, kudos to you and, and kudos to the, the, the members of FMC Overland. You know, I, I know many of them and I enjoy their company. Well, there's a couple of riffraff that you include in there. I won't say any of their names, but <laughs> you know who you are. But, but uh, no, man, it's all seriousness, man. I mean, it, it's a great bunch. And, you know, so little backstory here. I met Travis actually, gosh, years ago, it seems forever, oh, uh, it, you know, at uh, the, the outpost in Yawari. 
And I was like, hey, what's up, man? It's one of your first Jeep, the blue Jeep. I think it was me before it was named Blue yeah. Falcon. And I remember I yeah, gave you a right. hat and all this other <laughs> stuff. We just started talking. And so that's the first time that we met. We met out there. And, and look where we're at now uh, from just that first meeting and just all the interaction that we have. I mean, and, and Travis is being very humble here. He does his group, his members, and himself, he, he as well, they do a lot of community activities helping support people in need uh different groups they he they he utilizes his group for that so everything that fmc is doing is doing something to better the group members and things they can give back to the community there is no real self there's no like now travis might be the face of all this but he's just kind of like you know something that's used to get you know other people motivated to you know check out the page or whatnot um he does a lot uh, on I, I I can tell you even just on the Route One Six side I understand what it is when you take ownership of something like this. He, he, people look at him for all the direction and whatnot, and he's got some great members that have stepped up and taken on roles. But I mean, it's just amazing what you have done and all the things you do for the community. Uh, it, it's it's amazing. And if you want to know what all those things are, you should go on the FMC page and find out. There's there's more to this group than just hitting the trail and. You know, you know, camping. It's 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 a lot more than just that. And so don't just look at it and say, "Oh, these guys are just out there trailizing like another group." Very different. Um, you guys are so different to so many groups. And one of the biggest things. And if I hurt feelings here, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry. But you're very approachable. You're very just like what that story he was sharing about the other group. Hey, you know, someone bailed on him. Very approachable. You know, that is that is who they are. They're they're just a group and. They're kind of a pay it forward. That's one thing I love about your group. You are very much a pay it forward group with your members. Your members, once they kind of get inspired and all that, they're like, oh man, I got to get other people in. They kind of just pay it forward. And I love it, man. Just all the work you've been doing there. It's been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And I appreciate what you said. I mean, <clears throat> I, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just some, some dude that, uh, wanted to make some new friends, you know, and, uh, you know, and that was 12 months ago and, and it's, it's, it's growing astronomically and that's because of the members, not because of me. I mean, yes, I'm out there. Um, people tend to recognize me. The the rig is very recognizable. <laughs> so it stands out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you all don't know, I drive a blue hydro blue gladiator with white wheels on it. So it stands out. It tends to be, uh, never mind the giant FMC logo on the side of it, but the blue and white wheels, I haven't seen one of the white wheels yet. So it's, it's easily noticeable. So if you like me, you know where to find me. If you hate me, you know where to find me. So right. it works out both ways. So I'm all good for a conversation. Um, but yeah, so that, that's that if people are interested, you know, this FMC overland on Facebook, uh, the group is fully mission capable. Um, you search that in Facebook and it pops right up. Uh, you know, again, Instagram, you know, cause we're across the board, you know, FMC overland there. And, uh, you know, we got a website out that's, uh, again, I kept it simple, FMC Overland. So FMC Overland across the board, and uh, you, you'll you'll see what we do and what we're into. Uh, we got an apparel line that's uh, working really well for us. Uh, and, again, not something I started to go, hey, I need to retire. This is – it actually came from the members. Um, you know, the members wanted shirts, and the members wanted this, and the members wanted that. And I said, hey, you know what? I'll grab the reins on this and, and, and go forward with it. And what we have now is I've realized the members are very proud to be part of fully mission capable. They are, they are absolutely. Yeah. Um, it tells me, and they tells should me be we're doing something right. 
Yeah, they should be. Yeah. They should do. You guys are you're 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 good ambassadors to what you represent with overlanding, what you represent for trail riding, what you represent for you know community organizations. Every everything that you know that you are looking for. Where hey, I want to get involved in something. You know, what are some things I can do? Um, and just like you said, hey, what it doesn't matter what you're driving for your rig. We can absolutely mm-hmm. help and then get you where you want to do for your mission. And and I love it. So um yeah. so let's talk well, about we, overland. We, oh go we, ahead, man. Go ahead. Hold on. We gotta back we gotta back up, Brian. You missed we, we missed the best part of the rock story of what come out of this. What has come out of this, I guess. Hey, say. that's not so, my fault. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we <laughs> it's your podcast, so I'm blaming you. There so you go. <laughs> um so so you know, here's the internet being flooded um with comments and reposts. I mean it it, it got crazy. I think at one point in time, I saw over 14 different separate posts with a hundred plus comments on each. So that's crazy. It got a hand quick. What one little slice of this, what happened was there was one individual that was very opinionated and I love it, but uh, he made a comment that he was going to start a new group called bad mofos of you <clears throat> And I said, that's fantastic idea. <laughs> so since since I'm an opportunist when it comes to things like this, you get a strike with an iron's hot. Um, that very night, Monday night, I sat down. We developed a brand new T-shirt. We developed a sticker, and we bought a website domain that hyperlinks back to FMC Overland. Oh, so if I you love it. In, yeah, if you type in badmofosuary.com, it takes you to FMC Overland. Which it should. Uh, it should. Yeah, so uh, that that's what turned out of that. So it, it's fantastic, and, and amazingly, uh, people jumped on that T-shirt real fast, um, and we we got the uh, hundred. We purchased 150 decals, and uh, we're going to be out there Saturday this weekend at Uary, uh there for to give them to people. Um, lots of people are asking for them. It's actually very very surprising. Um, but again, I think the people that want them realize that it was just ridiculous. Like it's just a rock, you know, and it was a safety reason. So the people that are on the, that safety side of it, it and understand that point of view, want these stickers and shirts. Um, so again, it's just promoting that community and the people are going to see other people with this shirt and understand exactly what kind of person they are. They're going to understand that they like to wheel and they like to off-road, but they also like to do it in a safe manner. And right. they're going to communicate properly with one another. So it ends up being good for everybody. Um, but man, I had to strike while the iron was hot and I was like, yep, this is happening. You know, my wife's <laughs> yeah, going, no. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, cause I, yeah. for me, when I saw that, I was like, I'm going to see where this, you know, I was like, yep, there's Travis. Absolutely. Went right to FMC. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to make a game uh-huh. with like, you know, with, with some rocks. And then when you have these events, you can say move a rock with MF- FMC. You know, I don't know if you well, play checkers with opposing rocks, white rocks, yeah. or something like that. But yeah, you, I, I absolutely can see that would just be fun. Move, move a rock with FMC. <laughs> well, we, we actually do have a plan. Um, so what we're going to plan on doing is the first ride that we do out at uh, Uary on the 2022 season. Um, I'm going to personally invite every person that purchased one of the bad mofos of Uary t-shirts. And uh, we will all ride together, and we're going to take a large group photo with everybody wearing their shirts, and everybody's going to be holding the rock. 
And, oh, I uh, love it. I love it. Yeah, I, so I gotta go out and buy me that. one of those shirts now, man. See there. Yeah, so we're, we're going to celebrate it that way. There um, you go. So yeah, if, if people want that shirt, you better get it now. I'm only letting it, I'm only keeping it out there until December 31st. After that happens, she goes away. So get it now, get it for Christmas. You're, you're going to enjoy it. I, I deserve and, uh, that gift. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Santa, I'll, are you, you listening? Know, I'm going to, I'm going to send you one. What, what's your size? <laughs> well, if you don't want to say it over the podcast, I'm good, but, dude. Know. I'm XL. I got to work on that though, dude. All right. It's been... All right. So I'm going to send you an XL bad mofos that you wear your shirt. Right. You know? And then, and hey, maybe it. next time you're on the podcast, I can say, hey, man, I'm a large dude or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Give me goals, right? Uh, hey, I get it. I, I just started going back to the gym with my son. So, you know, we, we it's it's hard getting old, man. It's hard yeah, getting oh, old. well, it, it happens. You can't stop time. It's just you, you got to make sure your motivation stays in check. And that's really what a lot of it is. It's just willpower. That's really a lot to do with it. Yep. Hey, um, yeah. so far as overlanding, okay? You and I talk about this yeah. time to time and stuff. And this is absolutely something I wanted to talk to you. I didn't, didn't, didn't really, you know, pursue this with you too much. Cause I really want it for the podcast. You know, that's, that's one thing I've talked about on this show. I talked to various, you know, different, uh, overlanders out there and how they got into it, what they do and all that. But I really want to hear from the FMC perspective, you know, specifically with Travis and, and just all the things that you bring and all, all the members that you've seen, you know, transition from, you know, being former, you know, being wheelers and coming into an overlanding or being someone absolutely raw overlanding you know it could be intimidating it can absolutely be intimidating for someone who could be an experienced trail rider it could be intimidating for someone coming right out the gate getting a rig and and all that so why don't we talk about those two flavors like getting in overlanding uh you know what are some things have you seen or were kind of been kind of like you know i don't want to say mistakes but maybe some things that you could probably you know either delay in pursuing or getting some better education but I've seen where some people get in this trap that overlanding, you have to have like a setup that's about $15,000 and that's just like for the basics. And then you start building on that. And I don't think it's the case. And I've seen people, you know, talking from, from my own experience, I used to, when, before overlanding was a thing, I was in an XJ and, and doing all that stuff. I was like, man, I'm doing that a long time ago and didn't really, didn't even have a name for it. We just did it, you know, but, uh, you know, talk about overlanding from your perspective yeah. And thinking of you know new people and experienced people. So uh, yeah, so I I fall right in that weird nebulous range where you know I've I've always trail ridden. I've always you know the dreams of building your vehicle to to ride the trails that you want to ride, and that's what we've always been. Um, but the the overlanding uh, it was interesting to us um, it, because you know I enjoy the outdoors. I enjoy spending the outdoors with my family. I like seeing new places. And I like staying at those new places. So what we've built is, you know, for our personal rig is, you know, I got a trail rig that is an overland rig. So, and what I'm getting to is that the overland is really, really gray. It's a very gray area. Um, you, you get some people that are really passionate about it um, on both the left and the right. You know, you, you'll, I've run into plenty of people that say, oh, you're not really, you're not a real overlander. Well, Overlanding technically is a term that came out of Australia for herding cattle. So if you want to say you're not a real overlander, unless you're in Australia herding cattle, then I guess none of us are true <laughs> overlanders. So, you know, but overlanding nowadays is just a term that's just been adapted to essentially, to, for, for me, what it means is you are self-sufficient. Right. 
in your vehicle. You can go from point A to point B, and everything that you need for that night, that meal, that morning is in your vehicle. Um, now, with that, you're absolutely right. You can dump lots of money, and it can get insanely expensive. Um, but here's the thing. I don't, I'm not a firm believer that that is necessary. Um, again, back to the fully mission capable kind of credo, build it for your mission. Um, I've had other people ask me, Hey, you know, what do you need to get into overland? What do I need to do overlanding? What, what you need, like your basic list, you need a tent, which can be a ground tent. You need at least a cooler, uh, and a stove. Other than that, Everything else is just, you know, icing on the cake. Everything else is just um, comfort and, right. you know, uh, convenience. Um, I'm not dogging on the comfort convenience because I love it. Um, you know, we, we went with an RTT, a rooftop tent, the first time ever. Um, and I'll be honest, I wish I bought one three years ago. Um, it's absolutely fantastic to pull up to a site and eight minutes later, everything's ready to go. I'm off the ground. I'm sleeping on a comfy, comfy uh, memory foam mattress, you know? So again, when you get into that, that's where you get some of that, the haters as well. You know, people are like, oh, you got to be all fancy. No, I'm not being fancy. I'm being comfortable. I'm 44 years old. Like I got a bad back, you know? Right. And, and, and you know what? It's your mission, not theirs, right? Exactly. There so, you go. Um, and on our end, there's, I got a, like, all of us that are building rigs, <clears throat> I have a large wish list, um, but we attack it in a way of what do we need next? Um, you know, we have the things we need, and now what are the wants that can replace the things that were needs? So, you know, I'm, I'm still rocking a cooler. You know, I still rock a cooler. I'm not one of those fancy old learners that have a fridge yet. Right. Do I want a fridge? Do I want a fridge? Oh, of course I want a fridge. They're, they're just the coolest. But... Um, uh, it, you, you don't need it. So if you want to get an overland, and it's simple, the ground tent, a cooler, and a cooktop. And then from there on, you just build it out. And you don't, you don't necessarily need all this stuff just to start. It's just right. like telling the guys that have a stock rig, oh, I can't trail ride yet because I don't have a lift. Ah, phooey. Yes, you can. Um, you just got to take it in little pieces, you know, little bites at a time. So start off, just, and, and then you get out there. You get out with a group. You get out with people. Um, you know, hit us up, we'll take you out. Uh, and you know, it's to the point now where, you know, me and a few of the members, uh, on a regular basis are, are camping together and it's gotten to the point where, you know, you kind of, it's almost like with the community, you, you compile some of your assets, you know, right. um, we have, we have one guy that brings a screen and a projector, like no kidding. So you know, not, not all eight of us have to have it. Just one has it. And guess what we do at 10 o'clock at night after we're done eating and camping up? We're watching movies. It's actually fantastic. I would have guessed you were doing for, shadow puppets or something. <laughs> but that, that tends to happen if we got a few alcoholic beverages in the cooler or whatnot, you know? I'm not going to say we don't. But, right. you know, it, it's, you know, but then you, know, you get some people, oh, well, that's soft. No, it's not soft. It's, it's comfortable. Um, so I, I, I will never... Uh, hate on or be jealous of the guy that has more than me. I look at it as an inspiration of, of where I want to go. I'll look at his equipment and say, mm, yeah, I like it, but I don't think I want that one. Oh man, that's exactly what I want. So right. that's the other good thing about just getting out there. Don't go buy all this stuff and then go your first time. Yeah. The gear you isn't know? the adventure. The adventure is the adventure. Yeah. 
And I think that's yeah, where sometimes it, people they they get lost in the kit, if you will. It happened like when we're in the Marines. Yeah. I mean, you had all the guys that have all the gear and like, hey man, that's not gonna make the patrol <laughs> that more fun. You know, I mean you might be a little yeah. bit comfortable, you still gotta carry that stuff. And and you know, yeah. that goes with the rig too. So when you look at there, there is exactly. a point where you're going to get where, dang, you, you don't have space for stuff because you have all these things, and there has to be balance. So, And, and I'm not one – I look at everybody's rig, and I just kind of, like, learn stuff from it, and, hey, that's a great idea. But then I go back, and I'm like, you know, that may not fit for me because, for me, I like space. I like to be able to store things. I like to be able to collapse things. So, like, with the cooler, you can dump the ice once all the things are done. There, there's certain mm-hmm. things. Now the cooler becomes a storage device, you know, so – there's things like that that I kind of look at, like what can I multi-purpose these these items for? Because you're you're also looking at the environment you're going in, the the condition. So if you have a uh you know a stock you know rig, you're not going to sit there and, and go up to you know some of the you know Big Bear Pass and all these other you know crazy places that you know even yeah. monster jeeps have some some issues with. Uh, you you have to stay within the limits of you start your vehicle, your skill set your knowledge, your comfort zone, and then you also have have a plan. So if you haven't been out there, haven't done overlanding, you don't you don't have any type of, you know, map and compass skills. So there's all these things that I think about when when uh we're talking about uh overlanders and stuff that it's not just getting out there and hitting a simple trail. If you're really looking at, you know, getting into overlanding, you 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 figure out your rig with some of the the basic stuff. And then you start building it with, you know, as you go and getting with other people. Don't go by yourself if you haven't done it before. Never. Yeah. Never go by yourself. Yeah. I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I just think there's just so, there's so much uh, that you can, that overlanding gives you from many different perspectives. You get a lot of life skills, uh, first and foremost. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that just going out wheeling doesn't provide you that because a lot of things that, you should do for wheeling are really things that absolutely should be doing for overlanding, but most wheeling groups don't do. There's a, there's a lot of, um, things that I, I feel like, you know, you know, a lot of different safety measures and, and planning that, that should be involved. Like more, you're more, uh, you know, I don't know what you, what you want to call it. More organized groups probably do have those, but most of the groups I I've interact with, you know, there, there has been some, some areas where, if that person got just whatever reason went off on their own, you know, would they be okay? And, you know, cause yeah. I, that's in, for us, well, we, you know, kind of our cut, you know, so that's stuff we think about, Hey, are we truly, uh, is this person going to be able to get back? Okay. If, uh, they break down, will they be able to communicate with somebody? Uh, will they be able to be self-sufficient if they have to be there overnight? You know, if, unplanned is, is, do they have the things that are, are, you know, necessary to keep them, give them some shelter? Do they have a little bit of food? Do they have some water? Do they have a way to, you know, get some heat. So all those things that uh, I really think about, it's, it's, it's great. The comfort items are absolutely great, but we really still have to look at the basics and ensure that those comfort items complement that as well. Yeah. I mean, this, 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 the, the simplicity of a, a solid first aid kit and a tourniquet, and then having the class in, you know, the training on first aid and tourniquet, right. Just, just having that in your vehicle is essential to, to me. That's an essential item, but you know, that, that goes to, you know, we have a different mindset, me and you, we, we, we served in the Marine Corps, but that, you know, that kind of mindset is ingrained in us. So, you know, a lot of the things, you know, when I see that in, in, in other rigs that aren't, don't have the same mindset, that's when I get into the instructor mode say, Hey, you need to look at this. You need to think about this. 
And and that's how you pass that knowledge on. But, you know, people overlook the simple things. You know, they, they're really worried about, you know, for, for instance, their light bar, because everybody loves to talk about a light bar. You know, they want the light bar, but they don't have a fire extinguisher or a first aid kit in their truck. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. You know? Yeah, I, I, I would. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not dogging the whole light bars before locker thing. This is this is safety. You know, you want a fire extinguisher. Jeeps are known for catching on fire, so you should have a fire extinguisher and you should have a first aid kit. Because, you know, everybody says, "Oh, I'm not going to get hurt." Yeah, that's the guy that's about to get hurt that says he's not going to get hurt. You know, as you Things think happen. about it, it's like even if you just drive a, 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 a you know, a four door passenger car. Even as the seasons change, you should have certain things as those seasons change. You know, if you break down, sure. so it's all that preparation. Hey, you know, what if it's because you know what? 99% of the time, you'll never need that stuff. In fact, you might have to replace it because it expires, whatever. Yeah. But it it's for that yeah. one time you're going to be like, man, I'm so glad. And then not on top of not, not only have it, but actually know how to use these things, uh, because you do know how to know how to use them. You know, that reading the instructions on how to put a bandage on through the first aid kit at the moment you need to apply it is probably not the best time or tourniquet or, you know, (laughs) essentially, you know, ensuring that your, your fire extinguisher is operational. Uh, you know, is, yeah. is, is, does it have life in it still? Has it been expired? Has it been checked and, and all that stuff? So a lot of just, I think we could absolutely talk, you know, I'm, the, I'm the, like, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have no kidding when I go out on the trail, if I'm going out there for like a long weekend or, or going out and, and doing some stuff, I have repelling gear in my rig. I don't know if you knew that or not. But like, Man, you're I, serious. I, yeah, like, so I have, like, I got all the gear and all that because of the, now that one turn you worry, that really sharp turn, unfortunately, there was uh, someone that was killed, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, out yeah, there. I like, know, I always think about. about that turn every time I'm out there. I said, man, if somebody in our group ever went over that, whatever group I'm rolling with that day, I mean, you know, the that's, that's what I think about. Yeah. I, I think about that. Because so. at nighttime, that turn comes up quick. It does. And I, I've experienced it. Yep. You yeah. got to go slow. And you know what? The first time I went out to Uwari, yeah, man, I absolutely did not expect that turn to be there. And I was like, holy cow. And then so every time I come, I'm, I'm just creeping around that corner. I, I just, it's crazy, Kern. It is a really a blind man's turn for sure. Yeah. And, um, and especially at that point, you got your sway bar disconnect. So you're super leany. You know, I guess right. that's the term. You know, so you try to take that turn too fast. And that, that vehicle is going to body roll a lot more. So I, I get you. I'm, I'm there. Um, I, I don't have a pong gear cause I probably wouldn't know how to use it. It's been so long, but, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I do, I do keep, I do keep two tourniquets. So, and I, you know, I have people ask me all the time, why do you keep two? And I said, well, in case two people are hurt. Right. Um, but I also tell people, uh, I see people carrying tourniquets because, you know, there, there's certain gear that's just cool to have. And we all know that they take there, up no space, stuff. like literally no space. Yeah. You, no space. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't. I don't see any issue with that. And you know, you know the deal. One is none. Two is one. Right. Yep. And so you know, my thing is, you know, if you are carrying a tourniquet, then I applaud you. But if you haven't had training on how to apply a tourniquet, you, you can do more damage than good, and you know that. Um, so it's it's essential to whatever you carry, and this goes across the board to anything that you have in your vehicle. Is you should know how to use it not before you need to use it, you know, familiarize yourself with everything. Yeah. I, but, um, there, there's so many, yeah. just, I, I think there's so many great things that I, I would, I would imagine. That's what I like about your group. There's so many things that some people probably 
who before they got in your group would never um, thought about, would never had conversations on, um, would never have dressed until they got connected with other people. And it, it really, you think about it, it really just starts with the desire to get outside. And that's what I love. That yeah. is what I love so much about just, you know, I obviously on this podcast, I try and talk about all the different things that I enjoy and try and bring things about it and, and get some people on to discuss those things. It's, it's more than just wheeling for me. Um, but it's just, Hey, I want to get outside. So what can I do? What are things I can do? And, and, you know, for some people, the, the, the trail riding is the, the first step to many other different adventures they might, you know, take on. Um, one of your group members, uh, talking to him about, you know, take him on, on, on a hunt, man. So I was like, Oh, I was all excited talking about it. I was like, yeah, man, we totally do that. You know, we'll get out there and, and, and it all, again, it started. The first thing was he was motivated by you as one of your neighbors, I think. Right. And it's like, Hey, you know, yep. I want to get a Jeep and then he gets a Jeep and gets with your club. And then he connects with other people and he connects with me and when like, Hey man, I want to go hunting, you know? So it's just a domino effect of best positive things and bringing people together and great interests. And, and again, it's just keeping things positive. Now the haters going to hate, Hey, you can hate, but you know, the yep. there's, there's just keeping things grounded and, and, uh, you know, I, you do a tremendous job, Travis. I can't, I can't say enough. And, I think the world of you and everything that your group is doing and you are, you are a, if you are looking to start a club or if you have a club and, and you're looking at how to just kind of like, you know, maybe straighten out some things. I mean, the FMC has a good thing going. Uh, and I think it's because Travis doesn't make it about him. It naturally, a lot of attention goes his way and all that stuff. But I can tell you, uh, as a person on, on, on the outside and, and many different things and, and just observing this and many different events, Travis doesn't like, doesn't like to take credit for a lot of great things that he does. And he just looks to lift people up and he puts them first. And, and I know, I know that sometimes that probably is, uh, you know, a nemesis for you, but I tell you, it's admirable. (laughs) And, and, uh, I appreciate people like you out there doing, being a great ambassador to overlanders, great ambassador to people who like to go out there and hit trail systems and, and do all these great, wonderful outdoor things. So thank you so much for just somebody who, someone else who appreciates public land and, and people like you representing it. Well, yeah, I, I, you got me all choked up, man. I, I appreciate it. And you, you know, again, I, I'm just a regular guy, man. Just, you know, I got a day job like everybody else and I got a passion and, and I enjoy sharing that passion with others. Um, you know, like I joked about earlier, you know, I wanted to make new friends and, and I found a way to do that. Um, but you know, the, the community part of it is growing exponentially, um, really well. Um, and of course, every now and again, you get a few bad seeds. Um, but fortunately enough, the bad seeds kind of work themselves out. So, uh, we haven't really had to deal with that, which is, which is very fortunate for, for me. Um, because like I said, I have a hard time turning people away. Right. Um, you know, it, you know, I, I, I might be a hard Marine, but deep down inside, I'm a softy. And, uh, you know, I just, I have a real love for this, you know, I like, I think I'm on my seventh Jeep. So I just, I, I really enjoy it. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of good things and I'm just, I like the people that have come to support this and they, they've been unbelievable. Um, I, I've, I've made new friends in the last year that will be lifetime friends that I might not have ever met before. There's members in our group that, would have never met. And now like literally they're like best friends constantly hanging out at their family's houses. I mean, it's to see that it's, it's very rewarding, you know? Um, and it, it gives me a little, little feel good of, you know, 
hey, look, this this is people's lives are actually being affected in a good manner. Right. And then I just want to keep it going. And um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's working out, you know, that, you know, the Overland stuff, man, it's fantastic. But here's the thing. Like I said, Overland is a huge gray zone. You got over everything from driving down a dirt road, you know, with 3000 pounds of gear or, you know, going up trail systems. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate any of it and all of it. And uh, kind of what we do is I kind of make a joke to people when we're talking. I said, we overland to go off-roading. That's kind of my thing that I keep saying, you know, I want to overland to places where I can do serious off-roading. So, you know, when it comes to your builds, you know, build it for your mission. You know, our mission is 50% trail ride and 50% overland. And so, you know, like you talked about with the gear in your vehicle and where it fits and what do you want to carry, you know, one of the things that we do is, you know, even though I got a fancy RTT and all this good jazz, we still try to keep it very minimalistic. Um, because when we're wheeling, you know, this stuff, like you said, could be bouncing around. So I try to keep it small, tight, you know, in, 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 in bins, whatever you got, and strap them down tight so they don't go anywhere. So I'm still on that. We're trying to keep it minimal as much as possible while still having some creature comforts. But, um, you know, it, at the end of the day, get your ground tent and a stove and a cooler and a, and, and a rubber may bin. Right. Add a rubber may bin in there. And that's where you throw all your, your randoms. And then you build off of that by going out with people. Not even me. I don't, don't even go out with me. Go out with somebody else. That's, that's just anybody. Just go out with anybody and experience this. Um, one of our sayings is, you know, fully mission capable is the pursuit of vehicle-based adventure. And I stand behind that. It doesn't matter what the adventure is. If you're pursuing it in your vehicle, that that's it. That, that's absolutely. what I want. That's what I want from people. And it's absolutely fantastic. I just, I mean, granted, uh, it, you know, it's a ton of work. I don't think a lot of people realize that on the backside. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> no, they it's, don't. <laughs> it's, easy, yeah. it's easy to start a group and say, all right, go. But, you know, once once it starts growing, there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. And, and unfortunately, there's times where I can't go to things that other people want to go to. You know, I think we're over a thousand members now. So, you know, and there's a lot of draw of, hey, are you going here? Are you going there? And it's like, no, you know, my schedule's full. I'm doing this. So there's also that. But that's what makes that community and the fully mission cable group so great is if another individual says, Hey, I want to go down here, 20 people reply within a day and say, I want to go too." Right. And there you go. You got this nice little pod of FM, what I call FM Sears. And they all know that they're all going to be, you know, similar personalities and similar attributes and goals. So they all get along well. And I think, when was it? I think, oh, racking my brain i think it was back in june or july it was amazing to me because at one point i was wheeling down in florida with a group there was another group of fmcers in south carolina wheeling at gulch's off-road park there was another group of fmcers all that drove up to uh, roush creek up in pennsylvania to go wheeling and then there was a fourth group out in tennessee at windrock wheeling all together and to see that was just phenomenal that they all got together each one of these groups it all did their own thing but they're all just like hey this is fmc this is fmc and and they everybody came home safe everybody had a great time and it's fantastic so to see that kind of growth um i just 
it, I'm, I'm in awe, you know, of it. So I can't thank the members enough. Um, because if not, it would have just been me and like a few of my friends and, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you do a fantastic job. Your people, your the FMCers do a fantastic job, and I'm looking forward to you know getting out there more. Hopefully, in 2022, and uh, seeing you guys out on the trail, and you know help helping move some rocks, man. What's up? Recognize? Yeah, we'll go move, we'll go move, move some rocks, man. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I still can't believe that dude. It's just time. so silly that whole thing. But hey, man, <laughs> one more time, let people know how they can find you if they have, you know, hey, I want to look at this club, potentially look at joining. How they how they find you? All right. So the, the easiest way we'll start right with the website. If you go to www.fmcoverland.com, um, that that has all our stuff on it. it. Has all our social media links, all our groups, our Instagrams, anything you want to see. It also has all our of our what I what I coined epic apparel, um, essentially. We wanted nice apparel, good quality. You know, we want the stuff to feel good to wear. It makes you want to wear it more. A um, bunch of designs out there. I constantly rotate designs, put new stuff out, take stuff off. So if you see something up there you like, you got to grab it because I might pull it off in a week or two. Um, just depends on how I feel. Um, as far as Facebook goes, again, FMC Overland. I kept it simple. It's just FMC Overland across the board. That's the same way with our IG is uh, FMC Overland. And that's where I just post a lot of pictures of myself, you know, you know, for the gram as they do. <laughs> and, um, and the, the group, if you go to Facebook and just search fully mission capable, bam, that's our group. Um, join, we got a few, few rules. You know, you read the rules, you answer, I think two questions and, uh, you're in and introduce yourself and, and it goes from there. We also, uh, oh, on a side note, so everybody knows that on Facebook, there's like a big header photo of every group. What we do is we do a rig of the month within that group. So it's a private group. So you can only enter it if you're in the group. Um, and once a month, I say, hey, it's time to, for the rig of the month. And everybody that wants to can post a photo of their rig in the comments. Now, at the end of the month, whoever has the most likes on their photo becomes our new header photo. Uh, for the following month. But to top it off, you get a one of a kind. You cannot buy this. Uh, you get an FMC shirt that says rig of the month winner on the sleeve. So, you know, we do that just to, to again, bring that community together. Um, you'd be amazed. Like when I announced rig of the month, people are like, Oh, here's my photo. And like people will literally go and hunt down likes. Like they're texting people and say, Hey, go <laughs> like my photo. I want, I need the t-shirt this month. I missed it last month. So, that's created kind of this Love nice it. part of the community. Yeah. So we're always looking for things like that to, to bring people together, to give individuals recognition, you know? Um, so it, they seem to enjoy that. It, it, it works really well. I love seeing the photos. That's mainly the reason why I do it. It's like, Hey, let's, let's see some, your best shot. I want to see your best shot. And uh, we, you know, we have a joke. If, if you didn't win last month and you go to enter, you know, for the next month, don't use the same photo. Pick a new one. The <laughs> yeah, last one wasn't good. Right enough. on. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, Your marketing needs to increase a little bit. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's where we're at. You you can't beat it. If you just Google anything FMC Overland, you'll find what you're looking for. And uh, you know, uh, you can email me, DM me, IM me. I'm I'm always available. Now, sometimes it might take a day or two to get to you, but I'll get to you. I promise. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Absolutely, it's, man. It's, 
You're busy. You're like me, dude. You're busy. And I'll tell you what, your people will absolutely appreciate everything you do. I appreciate it. And you know what? Thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll absolutely do it again. I look forward to having you back. And I got some ideas. And, and, uh, you know, just let you guys know, I'm going to throw it out there. Like, you know, FMC and I, we got like a pet project we've been trying to get on. Uh, A lot of it's been because of my delay. But we, we got something really cool. Uh, with a one of the sponsors of the, of the show, and and uh, we'll get that out to you, and maybe you can be a part of it. We'll see. But Travis, thanks a yeah. lot for being on the show, man. Best to you, and I look forward to seeing you out in the trail. Hey, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it, and I can't wait to be back on because the next time we're going to talk about the FMC off-road games, dude. So there's a little <laughs> teaser for everybody. Sounds like the opener of a 2022 season to me. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're we got some stuff planned for twenty twenty two. You know, we're always trying to move forward and, and and see what the next thing will work for the members and the group and trust me, we've got some stuff coming, but thanks again for having me on. I I, I will gladly come on any other time that you want me to. Um I'm always available for you, Brian, and, and I really appreciate it. Hey, open door, you can crash anytime. <laughs> appreciate it. All right, bye. The Cup of Joe segment is brought to you by C-State Coffee. Have you ever actually drank good coffee? Stop wasting your money on old, stale coffee from the store and make the switch to C-State Coffee. C-State Coffee is a United States Marine Corps veteran-owned and operated roastery selling premium coffee that's roasted on order and delivered fresh to you. Order your coffee today at www.cstatecoffee.com. That was outstanding having Travis from FMC Overland on the Route 16 grind. I appreciate coming on the show, and we're definitely going to have him back on in 2022. We got a lot of things that we discussed. So after we had our conversation, we kind of stayed on and kind of chit-chat for a little bit without the recording going. And, uh, yeah, we got some plans, man. And he's Well, he's got some plans, and I'm looking forward to being involved in that. And then I have a kind of a little plan and, and uh, with something that uh, his group is – going to be helpful for and and i think it's going to it's going to be some really cool things we're going to try and get out there uh in 2022 and uh, hopefully you guys can be a part of it you got to listen to the show and be a part of that so for all y'all that are waiting for you know in the field and the rock mud and dirt hey all that stuff's going to be coming back don't won't worry this is just me couple up shows catching up with some friends uh getting back in the mix here uh there's a I don't think you guys understand sometimes like some of y'all do absolutely do. You do some amazing things with all the stuff that you do. Uh, so I shouldn't like just put it out like that. But uh, for those who may not know, there is a lot of production time that goes into doing a podcast. So it's not, it's not just, you know, do the recording, put some things and just slap that post. I mean, you could do that, but there's definitely some things that happen on the background uh, with the audio. There's things that happen in the media. There's, uh, you know, how you post things, where you post it at and all that. So there's a little bit of time. So after I'm done doing the recording, um, I'm also doing more things to ensure that it gets posted where it gets posted. So, where you're listening to it now, it's there when you're you're waiting for it. Like, hey, man, what's the next Route 16 Grind podcast? It ain't here yet. Well, I'm going to make sure if it ain't there, it's because I haven't posted it up. And so I, I want to definitely bring that uh, to you as well. Um, yeah, hey, life is busy with all the volunteering I do. I want to make sure to commit some things to family time. Um, obviously, my workload uh, from the my paycheck uh, job obviously has picked up a little bit. But understand, if, if I don't make a, a certain... My goal is to obviously uh, try and put something out weekly to you. Um, if I don't, if I don't make that, or maybe it gets posted on a, you know, say a Thursday versus a Wednesday or a Friday versus a Tuesday, whatever it is, um, I assure you, my my attention's on it, and I want to put it out. 
um, and, and it will get there. But so I'm going to get back into putting those different sections of the show back in. Um, I'm just kind of like, you know, busting off the rust right now, catching up with friends. So just kind of understand that I do appreciate all the, the people who have reached out and people that have brought some great ideas. And if you got a great idea that you, you want on the podcast, a topic you want to talk about, or maybe you have a, uh, someone that wants to be on or someone you think that should be on. They, they, maybe they make something, maybe they do something, maybe they just got a great story. Hey, let me know, have them contact me. You guys got all my info too easy to get a hold of. So make sure to utilize that uh, more than happy. Maybe you are that person. Maybe you are the person that, you know, Hey man, be really cool to come on your podcast. I'd love to share my story. Well, we would love to have you. So just make sure to, you know, like I said, you can email me, hit me up at root one six at gmail.com. You can hit up root one six podcast at gmail.com. Or you can just call me at 919-694-3356 and you can be on the show. We can work it out and, and all that. Unless you're just kind of like crazy. We don't want crazy people. Well, we, maybe we do want crazy. We might have crazy on here. Who knows? But thank you so much for listening, y'all. Uh, look forward to hearing from you. Let me know how you think of the show. You can always go on and do a review wherever you listen to. Five stars, great. But when you leave that review, make sure to leave some comments, too. If there's things that you want us to work on, let me know that, too. That's all good information as well. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, just just the whole the the uh, inter- break of the Internet with moving a rock on the trail with FMC, that whole thing just cracked me up. Uh, maybe it cracked you up. And I would hope that the lesson of that whole story is there's more to do than what you saw. And you everyone should know that that deals with the Internet. Uh, so really look at the full thing. Travis, thank you for you and your group making sure the trails are safe for others to participate on. Um, and I think all of us have uh, a responsibility for that too. Uh, it's like anything else. If, if, if you see something that's unsafe, you need to do something about it, right? You need to say something, you need to do something. So thank you all for listening. Be safe out there. Take care of each other and look out for each other. And most part, raise people up. Don't push them down. Thanks for listening to the Route 16 Grind. We want to thank our amazing sponsors, Warren Industries, Tuffy Security Products, Sea State Coffee, and Route 16 Off-Road for their support. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and more. Just look for Route 16. That's R-O-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X. Or just go to Route16.com. Until next week, plan smart, be safe, and as always, be prepared. Is it my turn to move the rock or is it your turn? Yeah!